is A Word of Power, a Bible-centered podcast brought to you by Faith, Hope, and Love Church in Dallas, Texas. And now, your host, Pastor Sergio Sandoval. Okay, God bless you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Pastor Sergio Sandoval uh, from Church, uh, Faith, Hope, Love Church. Faith, Hope, Love Church here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And make sure you look us up whenever you're out here. Uh, we're here bringing our podcast, uh, A Word of Power, A Word of Power. Me and Pastor Peter, Pedro. God bless you, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're here to bless you with the Word of God. And we're looking at the subject. We're discussing the subject. We started, uh, the battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. That's so important for us to remember that, you know, it's not, you You know, you're not in this alone. You're not in this by yourself. Uh, God's with you. It's important. You got to have God on your side, man. You got to get God on your side. All right. You know, remember when we were kids, we were always picking sides for basketball, picking sides for baseball or for football. And, you know, we'd everybody lined up. OK, uh, uh, I want him and the other guy. I want her. I want him. I want her. I want her. I want him. You know, you're picking sides for basketball, for football. Well, just make sure that in this battle, which is called life. Oh, my God. La vida. Uh, make sure you pick uh God to be on your side. Because if God be for us, what does the scripture say? If God be for us, what does it say? If God be for us, who can be against us, Pastor? Neither. And, and you talking about whose side you're on, you know, it seems like everybody wants, nowadays, it seems like we want to join a new team. I'm, I'm, looking mm. for, I'm looking for a new crowd or I'm looking for, you know, a new group of friends. But you're talking about not, not necessarily that kind of connection. You're talking about a connection between us and God. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what it seems to me. Yes, absolutely. That's right. That's right. That's, that, that, that's pivotal. That is essential. It's got to be, you know, how are you with the Lord, man? How are you with the Lord? Straight to it. You're going you're gonna to go into all this, all, this, all this mess that Satan, the devil, demon powers, and life throws at you. You're going to go into it without God on your side, without you being right with the Lord, without you being in the hands of God. Huh? Listen to me. You, you know, you, you want to you face life situations, and you know, life can be, I don't have to tell you, should I, do I need to get into about what life can throw at you? You know that already. You want to go through all that and just show up to church once a year? Show up to church w once every three months? You know, hey, don't you think you need a little bit more of the Lord in you, in your life, in your family, in your home than that? Huh? Don't you think so? Bottom line is this. The Bible says instruct a child in the ways of the Lord. Instruct a child in the ways of the Lord. And when he grow old, he will not depart from it. He will remember It'll draw him back, especially when he hits those moments in life that he really needs faith. He really needs something greater than him to help him out of this or to at least give him strength to go through it. And that faith he'll remember in his, from his childhood because you brought Christ into your home. You brought God, church, that's right, faithfulness to God into your home. So remember that. The battle is the Lord. Now we're looking at 1 Samuel 17. 
we're looking at uh, basically the story of David and Goliath. That is a great, great, great example of how to win impossible battles, impossible situations, uh, impossible challenges. And uh, I want us to go to start now. We're not going to review. We're going to start right off the bat on uh, why David was there to begin with. How did all this come to be? How did all this come about? Well, we know already that there was a fight going on between the Israelites and the Philistines. And then the Philistines had a a giant nine-foot-tall warrior named Goliath that stood in between both camps and said, and challenged, right? Whoever fights me, if you beat me, kill me, we're your slaves. If I kill him, you're our slaves. Now, how did David, Pastor, how did he get into the picture? (laughs) We know already because we looked at the fact that he was the youngest. He only knew how to take care of his daddy's sheep. His, I think the Bible talks about him being sent on an, on an errand. Exactly. You know, take your brothers this food, mm-hmm. send, take your brothers this, I don't know, this favorite pillow, right. something like that. Yeah. Well, verse 17 and verse 18, Jesse said to his son David, take this ephah of roasted grain and take these 10 loaves of bread for your brothers and hurry to the camp because his brothers, his three brothers were there in the army, in the militia. Take it to the camp. Take along these 10 cheeses, verse 18, to the commander of their unit. See how your brothers are doing. And then come back and give me news of them. They are with Saul and all the men of Israel in the valley of Elah fighting against the Philistines. So David was just, he he happened to... I guess you could say walk into the wrong, walk into a situation at the wrong place at the wrong time. He had no idea, but really, I mean, if you look at it in the natural, but in the spiritual, oh man, he was he was God sent. He was God sent. And like I said, he was the youngest, he was the smallest, he was the least experienced of his brothers. All he knew how to do was sing songs and take care of sheep. But he went out there on there, and, and when he got there, oh, my God, the things that he heard. He heard that giant every, the Bible says, every morning and every afternoon. Goliath would go out there in the morning, shout out his cuss words, shout out his challenge, and he'd go out there in the afternoon, do the same thing. And meanwhile, we already looked. All of the Israelites... King Saul himself, they all fled with fear. They all were terrified. It uses the word, the Bible uses the word terrified of him. (laughs) We need to learn to fear the Lord, not man, not man, but fear the Lord. So David was just there to take his brother some food and take the captain of his brother some food too, and just to see how they're doing. But when he got there, he heard all the goings on. He heard all the goings on. What I'm trying to say is this. Uh, he did not go there with the intention to fight. He did not go out there with the intention of getting involved. But sometimes the fight comes to you. Hmm. You don't want to fight. You know, you're, go- you're like David. You're happy-go-lucky. And I can't wait to get back to my sheep and get back to that song that I was writing. Yes. Go finish that song I was writing. Uh, and when lo and behold, he hears the giant and he sees how the men of Israel are being and he looks about he looks at how how this giant 
is, is defying. In fact, he even says, I defy the armies of God. He even said, I defy your God. And something deep inside David mm, gets a stirring. It gets a stirring heavy big time. What I'm trying to say is, you know, you might not choose the battles that you're going through. You didn't want to go through what you're going through right now. You didn't ask to go through what you're going through right now. But, but some, some situations and some people, just like Goliath, <laughs> they know how to pick a fight. Oh, yeah. He knew exactly what to say to get David going. Mm-hmm. Hit him in the religion. Hit him in the God. And yeah. boom. Some, they, they, sometimes they know how to pick a fight better than yeah. us. So when the battle chooses you and brings you in, you got to make a choice. You got to make a choice. The battle chooses you sometimes. David did not go to fight, but you got to be willing to respond. You got to be willing to do something about the situation you're in. That's what I'm trying to say. You didn't want that problem that you're going through, but you got it anyway. It's in your, it's on your lap. It's in your hands. It's in your casa. It's in your house. It's happening to your bank. Now it's hitting your bank account. <laughs> now it's costing you. So what you going to do about it? What you going to do when it comes to you, right? So I want you to know right now, you've got to be like David. The youngest of all, the least experienced, the least likely, hello, the least likely to win, the most likely to fail, wasn't even there for fighting, didn't want it, but there it is in front of him. You got to be willing to go into it. Guns a-blazing. What does that mean, guns a-blazing? Go through that door like Cisco Kid. You ever heard that song, Cisco Kid? He was a friend of mine. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. He came in, it says, came in blasting through the doors. (laughs) You got to come in guns a-blasting, man. All right. It's like Jimmy Johnson. Used to tell his players, what do you do when a 4,000-pound gorilla is up in front of you? You got to smack it square in the mouth. Smack him right in the mouth. (laughs) Boy, I love that attitude. Now, let me read you something. Chapter 17, verse 25 through 27. Verse 25 through 27. Hallelujah. Now the Israelites had been saying, do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out to defy Israel. The king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage. And he will exempt his family from taxes forever in Israel. David asked the men standing near him. Now, uh, what will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this? uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God. And they repeated to him over, it says here, over and over again what they had been saying and told him, this is what will be done for the man who kills the giant. So, (laughs) David started thinking, cha-ching, cha-ching. Payday. Rewards. Hey, uh, the benefits. Yeah, the benefit. There's benefits. There's rewards. If I, whoever goes down there, 
So the king, let me get this straight. The king says, uh, if anybody can go down there and beat this giant, uh, I will give him riches. I will give him my daughter in marriage, and I will exempt his family from taxes forever. Uh, give me, bring me an application. Where do I apply? Where do I apply? Basically, what I'm saying is that David had his eyes on the prize. David had his mo- his motivation was not just to remove, because he did say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of God? Basically, his, his eye was, his motivation was the reward that we're going to get rid of this, this, this worm, this demon that's defying our God, that's humiliating, and to boot, to boot, <laughs> I'm going to get rewards. Motivation. And that's a good word there, the word motivation. When you're in a battle, when you're in a tough battle, you've got to be motivated to get through it. You've got to have the right motivation. You've got to have the right motivation. And his motivation was not just removing this, this worm, this insult. Miscreant. Yeah, there you go. Miscreant. we got to get. But also, I've got some reward. Listen, there's rewards for you. The Bible says that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is a rewarder. He rewards. Yeah, he blesses you. He helps you. He'll open. The Bible says, why do you think the Bible says, and I will op- try you, try me in this, and see if I will not open up the windows of heaven. Hallelujah. So that you can enjoy and live with overabundance. Why do you think David said, my cup runneth over? That means God knows how to bless and reward you. Don't run away from your problems. Don't run away from the challenge. Don't be scared. Hallelujah. There are rewards waiting for you. Let me share one more thing with you. One more thing. Verse 36 and verse 37. Verse 36 and verse 37, David went, as soon as he heard this, he went straight to the king. He went straight to the king. He said, hey, I'll do it. <laughs> when it comes time for you to write out the check, uh, I want to go do it. Oh. Make sure you put my name on it. Volunteered. There. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the king tried to discourage him. No, 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 man, you're just a shepherd boy. You, you, you can't, this guy, this Goliath's going to eat your liver. He's going to eat your liver. He's going to, you know, you can't. But David said, verse 36, your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Look at the difference, Pastor. Look at the difference. When the Israelites and when King heard Goliath, they were terrified, the Bible says. But when David heard it, look at the difference in his attitude, in his spirit. He said, no, 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 no. Charlie, uh-uh. God, who is this Philistine that he should defy the armies of God? That, that difference, that attitude, that spirit will make all the difference in the world for you. To have the right attitude, I can't stress that enough. 
and to have the right spirit. You know why? Because your battles, your problems, your situations, your attacks that you're going through, you're going to win them. You've got to win them in your head. You've got to win them in your heart before you can do something about making it happen. You've got to know in your heart. You've got to know in your spirit, God's with me. God's with me. God's going to fight for me. God's going to help me. He helped me with the lion. He helped me with the bear. He's going to help me with this Philistine. That's it. That's it right there. The battle is the Lord's. That's how you win those situations. That's how you overcome with the right spirit, with the right attitude. A lot of you out there listening to me right now, you're listening to a word of power, a podcast by Faith, Hope, Love Church. This is Pastor Sergio and Pastor Peter. Listen to me right now, a lot of you. You need a better attitude about what's going on in your family. You need a better spirit. Yeah, you've you just been sitting around feeling sorry for yourself. You've been so depressed because your son got thrown in prison. And your son was given 10 years in prison and you're all depressed. I understand. I don't blame you. I know how that feels, man. But you know what? That's not going to get him out. You being depressed, you not eating, you not wanting to go back to church, you blaming God, you being mad at God, that's not going to help any. That's not going to solve any problems. Listen to me. You've got the wrong attitude. You've got the wrong spirit. You've got to have faith. This is the time for you to tighten, put your, be- put your pants on. Or como dicen, how did the football players say, Pastor? Put your big boy pants on. Quítate los pañales. Sácate el mamón de la boca ya. La tetera ya, sácate eso de la boca. All right? It's time for you to be a man. What did David tell his son when he was about to die? Solomon? He said, be a man. <laughs> what does that mean? Grow up. Have the right attitude. God's with me. And he is. The battle is the Lord. This is spiritual warfare. In spiritual warfare, the devil's out to destroy you, destroy your family, destroy your future, destroy your future generations. Because these demons are a hold of a principality. Listen to me. God wants to break that. And he can do it through you if you've got the right attitude and the right spirit. Like David said, he helped me beat the lion. He helped me beat the bear. He's going to help me win this situation. Listen to me. Message me. Let me know who you are. Let me know what's going on in your life so I can pray for you. Let me join you in this battle. Let me, let me and Pastor Peter join you in this battle. We want to pray. We want to go to fight. We want to go to battle with you. We want to join you in this rumble. <laughs> we want to join you in this rumble. Message me. My phone, you can text me. 214-845-2325. 214-845-2325. Text me, Pastor Pray for so-and-so. Pray for why. Pray for Sally. Pray for my daughter, Sally. Pray for my wife, Priscilla. Pray for my husband, David. I want to pray for you in the name of Jesus. God bless you. This is A Word of Power, a Bible-centered podcast brought to you by Faith, Hope, and Love Church in Dallas, Texas.